Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. A West Cork woman living in the UK says she feels barred from coming home because she may be arrested if she brings her medicinal cannabis with her. Caroline Barry is from outside of Clonakilty and she's one of the first people in the UK to be prescribed cannabis for her ADHD. And Caroline joins me this morning to share her story. Good morning to Caroline. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? Well, I'm very well and, and you're very welcome uh, to the programme. I suppose just to get the background here, when were you first diagnosed with ADHD and how has it impacted your life? Um, so I was first diagnosed with ADHD when I was around 10 um, and it's, it's affected every part of my life, to be honest. Um, it's affected the way that I work, my relationships, the way that I interact with people and you know, I, I I find that I'm unable to concentrate. I have a lot of ex- excess energy. You know, there's, there's so many different ways that, uh, that it, it affects me. And have you tried and did you try a variety of medications to treat the disorder? Everything. <laughs> so I would have started out with um, regular medications that were prescribed to me by psychiatrists and GPs over the years when I was a child. Um, going by the, the letters that we have from uh, various professionals, it looks like, because yeah, I would have been very young at the time, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of success with them. So as an adult, I tried everything from uh, CBT therapy to, you know, ADHD groups to just sort of, to be honest, giving up and, and learning to sort of mind my own symptoms myself which was fine until, you know, the, the pandemic happened. Yeah, you moved to the UK. It was initially to study, wasn't it, to do a PhD? Yes. Um, I emigrated in 2012 and I've been in Nottingham ever since. And then the pandemic hit and we all went into lockdown. Talk to me about lockdown and what lockdown was like for you. So, um Lockdown basically meant all of the coping mechanisms that I'd put into place um, to help myself with ADHD were were just gone overnight. 
Um, I started working from home. I was living alone. Um, I just moved into a, into a new house. So I had no contact with anybody. I had nothing, no, no help with my ADHD. And um, I started to sort of slip into very um, unhealthy patterns with, because part of the problem with ADHD is we can hyper-focus on things. People think it's a lack of concentration, but it's actually um, unbalanced concentration. So I found that I was working all hours, you know, finding it very hard to relax, very hard to switch off. And I, I, that worked for a certain length of time until it didn't, you know, and I got very ill towards Christmas and then decided to seek help from the, the NHS system here. Did you contemplate coming home? Um, I mean, I, I contemplate coming home every day. It's ah. um, part, part of the, uh, the experience of, of emigrating. Yeah. But, um, you know, I have, I have a really good life here and it's very, very difficult to, to leave. And prior to getting my prescription for medical cannabis, I actually work in the industry. So for me to, to come home, it would have meant leaving the industry because there just isn't the same thing yeah, in and, Ireland. And le- leaving everything be- everything behind. So you looked to the NHS for help? I did. And what um, happened? So I approached my GP and asked if there was any support services or if I could, ha- if I could go on medication. Um, because this, despite my, my job in, in medical in cannabis and CBD, it actually hadn't occurred to me at this point <laughs> that potentially I could benefit from taking um, any any of these things. So um, I was referred to the support services here, which have recently been set up in Nottingham for ADHD and autism. Um, and it was, a, it was an absolute disaster. I had a really uncomfortable meeting with the doctors where I was told that I wasn't ADHD enough for to warrant medication which oh is Oh my god. Horrendous when you've got Did they, were, the, those, were those were were those words used? Um he, unfortunately yes and um you know when you start going down the road of looking for medication whatever your diagnosis is you're trusting um, a, a medical professional to hear what's going on with you. And it's, it, you know, it's extremely nerve-wracking to open up to somebody about, particularly when it's mental health and, you know, things of, of that nature. So for someone to sort of say that they don't think, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to you for help. I'm looking for help. But at this point, I was in tears down the phone to the doctor telling him, look, I need something you know, this isn't working. So eventually, um, long story short, I was given a, a DVD on ADHD and that was it. I'm still waiting for any form of contact from the NHS for, in terms of help with my ADHD. And at that point, I just decided enough is enough. And So somebody, somebody somewhere thought, giving you a DVD, you're cured now. Your ADHD, it's all gone. All gone, thanks for watching that DVD. Goodness me, goodness me. (laughs) Okay, so then take me up then to how did you, when did the penny drop? I mean, you're a CBD 
you work in CBD journalism, so you know the advantages and the benefits of medicinal cannabis. When did the penny drop that it might work for you? So um, I was researching a a story and looking into um, some of the different clinics in the UK. And I'm, I'm very used to writing about CBD and medical cannabis in terms of epilepsy and conditions like that. So um, I don't know why it hadn't occurred to me, but uh, yeah, having a look at um, one clinic in particular, Sapphire in London, and I noted that they said um, that they treat um, ADHD. So I spoke to my then editor at the magazine I was at, and, and she encouraged me to go for it. And I reached out to Sapphire, and it it was just completely different experience from going, you know, going through the NHS. It was wonderful. So they assessed you and said, yes, we think this can work. So I had to give them everything that I had in terms of my ADHD. So proof that I had the diagnosis, um, proof that I had what I had taken over the years, all the different things that I tried, proof that it had worked. You know, I had I had all of that. I had all of the letters from GPs when I was a child. I had, you know, letters between myself and the NHS as an adult, say, and it just, it, it showed and proved that I had tried absolutely everything. So then I was given an, an assessment with a um, specialist at Sapphire, and it was it was great. I actually felt really listened to, and I felt that he really took the time to actually, you know, get to know me and to get to know how the um, how that condition affects my life. So you got a prescription for it. What difference has it made to your life, Caroline? It's changed everything it, it really helps me um wh- where I find it really helps me is in the evening times where I am completely hyper focused which is where you know the balance of lack of concentration swings and I'm completely and utterly ab- absorbed in something to the point where I will not notice anything around me I find it very hard to switch off I can lose hours that way and I do that with work so by the time um you know, the evening comes around and, and it's five o'clock. Because I'm working from home now, um, it helps me. I take it in the evenings and it, it helps me to switch off, break the hyper-focus and actually relax and get some sleep as well because, you know, my hyper-focus is locked into what I'm doing. Um, I've got an excessive amount of energy because I've spent the day, you know, sat down working and I can't sleep because I'm, you know, constantly thinking about work and my thoughts are racing, everything's, you know, everything around me is, is vying for my attention. So, you know, you can be That's overly tough. stimulated by... Yeah, yeah it's, it's That's really tough. tough. That, 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 and, tough. And, and, and I'm very conscious of parents listening, uh, Caroline, who might have a child with uh, ADHD. I, I think you're painting a really good picture of what life is like inside the head of somebody with ADHD. There isn't... There isn't enough of these accounts out there because I, I, I'm forever saying, you know, we are, my generation are like the generation in the 90s where the diagnosis of ADHD soared, you know, the Ritalin generation, essentially. And there, if you look at the amount of books 
and studies and websites and things out there, it is aimed at parents. And it's, it's needed. It is absolutely needed. However, there isn't anything there for people that are, you know, reaching adulthood or they're, you know, getting diagnosed in their 40s or their 50s. You know, that information isn't out there. And we don't know enough. People don't speak up enough about what it's like living with conditions like these. And you are, was I right in my introduction in saying you're the first person in the UK to be prescribed it for ADHD? I, I don't know if I'm the first. Um, I don't know how many people actually have um, a prescription in the UK for ADHD. Um, it's something as a journalist I'm actually looking into at the moment for a series for ADHD Awareness Month. Because so, it's usually prescribed, you mentioned, for for epilepsy, the nausea with chemotherapy, isn't it prescribed for that? Yes, and uh, MS as well. And, and MS, they're the three, main, uh, mm-hmm. the, the three main groups. And even though you have an official prescription for this medicinal ca- cannabis, if you decide in the morning to fly into Cork Airport, what would happen to you at Customs? We don't know. That's the problem. Um, I could be, depending on, you know, whether I'm, I'm picked up or, you know, I could have my medication taken off me. I could be arrested. I could, I, I mean, you know, I have to decide whether that's enough of a risk for me to want to, to try it in the first place. You know, I may decide not to bring anything with me at all. And I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm not experiencing, you know, seizures or chronic pain. Because I've spoken to other Irish people who are in the same um, situation as myself who are suffering from chronic pain and arthritis and things like that. And they have a legal prescription in this country, but they can't get home with it. Yeah, because I know you're doing doing a series of articles at the moment. I was reading some of them yesterday on uh, Irish people forced to emigrate so that they can access medicinal cannabis. Yes, um, there's there's quite a few, sadly. Um, I was surprised because initially I knew of one or two people who had made the move or were about to make the move. And then when I published the first story, which is um, about Alice Maher, who's out in Spain at the moment, um, I got contacted by so many people that were saying, you know, I am about to go, I am saving up to go, you know, and it, the more the more that I put out there, the more people start coming and saying, well, actually, I'm in the reverse situation now. Um, you know, I live over here. Everything's nice and legal for me here. I can't get home. And then that's when I sort of realized, hang on a minute, you know, I'm about to go home in, in October for the first time since COVID and, and first time since my... Um, prescription so that's that's me as well now could you get an irish doctor to prescribe the cannabis for you could you you know is there any way around it that way that i that i don't know i don't think so um the system in ireland is i mean quite quite frankly it's it's a mess um it needs to be sorted out i mean you know if the system is that bad that we've got people with you know chronic pain from cancer you know, living abroad, fibromyalgia pain, moving abroad, as you can see in those stories on on Cannabis Health News, you know, 
Well, they're I, heartbreaking. They're, they're absolutely heart, heartbreaking uh, stories. And w- when were you last home, Caroline? Um, I think it would have been Christmas just before COVID. 2019. Yeah, yep. yeah a lot of yeah. people. For a lot of people that Christmas, mm. which is coming up to two years this year. And you obviously have family still outside Clan, have you? I do, yeah. yeah. Uh, my family are still based in, uh, in, in just outside Clonakilty. And I, you know, prior to COVID, I would have got home as, as much as I possibly could do. Um, and my family would come over to Nottingham to visit me as well. So it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It, it really is, t- is uh, tough. Uh, and, and you're just caught in this limbo world that you could you could chance it and maybe nobody would ask any questions. But there's a danger. And either, I mean, getting arrested would be shocking, but, but also to have the medicine taken away from you could leave you then very vulnerable while you're here on holidays without your meds. Absolutely. And then there's the cost side of it as well. That is medication that I have paid for. It is not cheap. I would have to replace that. And if I do go to Ireland it, it, or I travel without it or it's taken off me, what do, if I was somebody, you know, with, with chronic pain or, you know, with ADHD, I, I, my symptoms will come back. I will, I will struggle, but I can, I can cope for the, you know, the sake of a week or whatever. But if you, if you do have chronic pain, that then leaves you in a, in a position where you're going, right, well, where can I source something for a week, two weeks, however long you're there? And it, it leaves you sort of at the mercy of the, uh, of the black market then. Yeah, which is what no, which nobody wants. Listen, uh, Caroline, it's been a real pleasure uh, speaking to you. Uh, good luck in your journey. Keep in contact with us. And uh, thanks for joining us this morning. I will, of course. Thank you very much. Good morning much to me. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. That is Caroline uh, Barry, a native of West Cork, as you heard her, living in Nottingham uh, now and uh, can't get home because she's fearful that her, her medicinal cannabis will be taken from her, even though she's a legal prescription for it. 1850 John Paul taking your calls. You can text her WhatsApp 0862 103 103. Court today on C103. With Sean Cusack Insurance's Kinsale, now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. For motor, home, business, farm, life and health insurance, cmig.ie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.